So this uh, this class we want to start talk about um, chanting on the <coughs> clearing stage. We discussed yesterday about the necessity of following the process. Of uh, Prabhupada talked about the process. Process means sadhana. I don't know. Uh, there's two words that, that are linked together. One is sadhana. Which means the process, and the other word is sadhya, which is the goal. Sadhana and sadhya. So sadhana is, is the process which brings you uh, close to your goal. Our goal in this case is is prema and the practice that gets you there is. Uh, is sadhana. So, we talked about the sadhana as this um, uh, trying to chant while avoiding offenses. Mm -hmm. This means chanting on the clearing stage. There's, there's three stages of chanting. Well, I have some quotations from Prabhupada. I'll just read you one which kind of um, summarizes everything together, I think. Um, I'm sorry about having to wait while I get all this stuff up. I had it all set up and then the computer froze on me. Uh, I had to turn it off and start over again. Here's, here's uh, this is from, a, 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 I think it's in, in your, your handouts quotations about the clearing stage. This is a Bhagavatam class given in Hawaii in 74. The Prabhupada says, there are three stages of chanting. One is chanting with offense, beginning. There are ten kinds of offenses we have described many times. If we chant with offense, that is one stage. Uh, uh, this is the, the if we chant offenseless, that is one stage. And if we chant pure, and then, you see, now here's, here's the thing you have to be a little careful with, with Prabhupada. Uh, here he says, offenseless is not yet pure. Uh, so sometimes he uses the word offenseless to refer to the pure stage, and sometimes he uses the word offenseless to refer to the almost pure stage or the stage where you're trying to become free from offenses. I once heard a lecture in which Prabhupada said, but which I can't find now in folio, but I once heard a lecture in which Prabhupada said, if you're trying to chant offenselessly, that is offenseless. So sometimes Prabhupada used these two terms. Uh, and if we chant pure, offenseless is not yet pure. And then he says it in a precise way. If you're trying to make offenseless, but not yet offenseless. So that's the intermediate stage. It's, the offenses aren't gone, but you're trying to make it offenseless. This is the intermediate or clearing stage. But when there is pure stage, then is success. And then he says this. Nam or namaparat, nam abasa, and shudanam. So the holy name is there in different manifestations depending on whether it's offensive. We're going to use the terminology offensive, clearing, and pure or offenseless. But you saw yesterday in this walk from Hawaii, he was using the term offenseless really to refer to the clearing stage. Um, so, so he says, this was discussed in Chaitanya Charitamrita, a discussion between Haridas Thakur and a Brahmin. We'll, we'll, we'll go over that discussion. So by chanting, we can come to the highest stage of perfection. In the beginning, there may be offenses. But if we try to avoid the offenses, then it is Nam Abasa. That's the form of the holy name that's manifested. 
Namabasa means not actually pure name, but almost pure. This is his terminology. Namabasa and Shudanam. Shudanam is the pure name. Shuddha means pure. Uh, when one chants Shudanam, name, holy name of God, then he is on the platform of loving platform with Krishna. That is the perfectional stage. And in Namabasa stage, not in pure, marginal, between pure and offensive, that is mukti. Because this Namabasa brings liberation. Whereas Shudanam, the pure name, gives uh, Krishna prema. This will be established by and if we chant offensively, then remain in the material world. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Namakari Bahyahaya, uh, if there's a merely offensive chanting, uh, mechanical chanting, you're not trying to become free from offenses. Uh, it is mechanical, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, but still it is not Hare Krishna. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says it's just like letters of the alphabet. Uh, uh, that's the that's so what is this offensive stage it means that there are offenses and you're not trying to become free from them that's the offensive stage the clearing stage is yes there are offenses but you're diligently trying to do something about it so that's clearing stage not pure, but almost pure. <coughs> and so there are different places where Prabhupada has talked about this uh, Namabhas. In, in one place, uh, uh, he has different ways of referring to it. Uh, he, in one place he says the, uh, the offenses have almost stopped and one is coming to the platform of pure chanting. Then in another place, Chaitanya Charjamrita, uh, he says, uh, he calls Nama Bas, which is chanting that is almost on the transcendental stage. This Nama Bas stage is better than Nam Aparad. Nama Bas awakens the supreme remembrance of Lord Vishnu. When one remembers Lord Vishnu, he becomes free from material enjoyment. So this is this is said in a context where Prabhupada is talking about the potencies of the holy name. And he wants to say the potencies become manifest in this Nam Abbas stage. The holy name is not manifest yet, because the holy name is the Shuddha Nam. But the potencies of the holy name are, are manifest on this Abbasa stage. Uh, at another place, he calls Namabasa almost chanting the holy name of the Lord without offenses. Uh, that's another description. Um, now, Bhaktivinoda Thakur gives a, a description, actually, of different kinds of Namabasa. Uh, in, uh, and one of those kinds is uh, in a, not a like like Ajamil saying the name uh, of Narayan but intending something other than Narayan namely intending his son and that is an example of Nama Basa uh, because uh, he w although, although Ajamil was sinful he wasn't chanting in order to become free from his sins if he had chanted uh, in, in, in order, in order to uh, uh, to uh, 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 facilitate his sinning, then that would have been a nam aparad, and it would have been ineffective. But because, in fact, he intended his his son, and he sort of almost inadvertently said the name of Narayan. It, he, he was able to achieve liberation because of this instance of Nama Bas. Um, uh, and so Haridas Thakur gives a whole bunch of numbers of uh, examples such as 
uh, the, uh, I guess in Urdu or, or uh, the language of the, uh, the, the, the Muslims when they say something is horrible they say haram that counts as namabas or if, if you say in a sentence first part of the sentence the syllable ra and another part ma that will count as as namabas but that's one kind of namabas which is a little different from the namabas that a practitioner has to reach uh, uh, so here a namabas uh, is translated by Prabhupada uh, uh, one place as offenselessly, one offenselessly utters the holy name even imperfectly. So here it's offenseless but imperfect. <laughs> That's another, another characterization uh, of, of this uh, 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 of state. And then in explaining Ajamil, Prabhupada calls it uh, that it was, he, dis, he says in the introduction uh, to the Ajamil story of Canto 6, Part 2, that it was not, he says explicitly it was Namabas chanting. Uh, at the preliminary stage, he was able to give him, him liberation. Uh, so those, those are the, the characterization of, of these three stages and the three forms of the, of the holy name is there. So when one is chanting the holy name while trying to give up offenses, just doing that, one is on this, this the clearing stage and what you get is the manifestation of called uh, nam, uh, this Namabas. Now this is, this is I'll, I want to go over this story where, where, where uh, 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 Haridas Thakur was uh, challenged about the holy name and he explained the glories of the holy name. And uh, for this I have to now open this all back up again. Uh, this is in the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Um, and uh, oh, the hard lock is missing. I have to get it back on here. Um, he has been invited uh, to some houses of uh, some uh, Brahmanas tax collectors and uh, invited to speak. This is always a little unusual because he was officially uh, a, a declassé sort of a guy. Um, he was a Muslim and that he should come to the house of the Brahmanas and then be invited to speak offended somebody who was really fuming and boiling uh, that, uh, that uh, this uh, this Malacha was speaking and this person was even more upset when uh, Haridas uh, Thakur in glorification of the holy name said that said that Nam Abbas gives a mere liberation in this way putting down liberation whereas the pure name uh, the pure name uh, gives Krishna Prema and that, uh, and also just this preliminary sort of uh, inadvertent chanting or uh, uh, um, this is uh, 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 that gives a secondary sort of insignificant result uh, as, as liberation they were really insulted because this, this, this particular person was in fact a Maya body who thought that liberation was, was quite, a, quite a big deal. And so when, when, when a, 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 when, uh, when he, uh, so then, then, then there was all this, uh, stuff that happened. So, um, this, 
Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to, to be distracted like this, but this is computer life. Um, yeah, so this is, this is I'm reading from the Anjalila, chapter 3, which is the glories of, of uh, Haridas Thakur. And about tech, place 171 is where this, this encounter starts. I didn't reproduce it here because it's a little long and, and this book is uh, easily available. Uh, so yes, he's at the house of uh, Hiranya and Govardhan, the Majumdars, the tax collectors. And they gave him the elevated seat. And uh, there was a lot of learned Brahmins and respectable gentlemen. And uh, Haridas Thakur was uh, being glorified. The fact that he chants the holy name of Krishna 300,000 times a day. And then they began to ask him about the glories of the holy name. And they got into a little dispute, you know, what happened. Some say this, some say that. You're liberated, some say your sinful reactions are gone. And so he says these two benedictions, that is the removal of sinful reactions and liberations, are not the real result of the holy name. The real result, uh, if you're chanted without offense, is this uh, awakening of prema. And uh, and he says that liberation and the extinction of uh, extinction of sinful reactions are mere byproducts. And then he gives this example of this uh, of what is meant by nama bas. This word abasa in in Sanskrit, uh, in its most general way, it means the uh, the projection of light into uh, darkness. Uh, so it's like the extension of light or it's like a reflection, a reflection of, of light. But he, he, he refers to it as the dawning twilight of the holy name. And so the description he gives here is that is of the sun that's below the horizon. It's morning time, and the sun is below the horizon, but the dawning light of the sun is filling the sky. That dawning twilight is Abasa. And so he says, with the first glimpse of sunlight, not the sun, but the sunlight, uh, fear of thieves, ghosts, and demons immediately disappear. And when the sun is actually visible, everything is manifest. And one goes about one's uh, regulative duties and religious activities in the morning. Similarly, the first hint that offensive, offenseless chanting of the Holy Lord's holy name has awakened. So this first hint, that's this, uh, what we're talking about here, this uh, clearing stage dissipates the reaction of sinful life immediately. And when one chants the holy name offenselessly, one awakens to service and ecstatic love at the lotus feet of Krishna. So this is what he says. So in other words, at nighttime, there are dangerous things about. He mentions uh, wild animals that prowl at night. Uh, 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 <coughs> thieves, uh, and uh, ghosts and demons. So when, when, when the forest is a dangerous place, and then when this first sunlight goes, the wild animals, they return to their, their, their dens and lairs or wherever they, 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 they hang out. And the, the thieves uh, go back to their, their hideouts. Um, uh, and you, the ghosts and demons disappear. We know that Dracula ha has to go back into his coffin. And, um, and then everything is safe. So in the same way, just this Nam Abbas, uh, the glimpse of the awakening of offenseless chanting, uh, brings liberation. Um, and destroys all sinful reactions. Uh, so this is... Uh, so then that's when this Gopal Chakravarti that was his name 
a big tax collector who worked for the Mojumdars, was really upset. You know, he couldn't stand it at that point. And uh, it says that he was a very beautiful young, young man, and he couldn't tolerate the, the statement of, of uh, Haridas Thakur, and he accused uh, uh, him, uh, you've heard this statement of this emotional devotee. That's the, that gives away that you're dealing with a Mayavadi. Uh, and uh, 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 so uh, there's some more discussion about the you know the insignificance of liberation, and then Gopal Chakravarti says to uh, Haridas Thakur, you know, if one is not liberated by Namabas, then you may be certain that I will cut off your nose. There's a whole thing about noses here. I don't know the significance in this cultural context, but then Haridas Thakur says, if by Namabas liberation, if by Namabas liberation is not available, then certainly I'll cut off my own nose. And then everybody got really upset uh, at uh, at uh, at uh, this uh, Gopal Chakravarti and Hiranya and Govardhan, not only his his hosts but also his employers made him leave, they chastised him, they said split, they called him a foolish logician, meaning that he was a Mayavadi, and, uh, and they said, you know, you've insulted a great devotee, this is going to be very bad for you, and uh, then Haridas got up to leave, and so the Majumdars, uh, they not only kicked him out, but fired him from his job, his Gopal Chakravarti. And then, if, then what happened, uh, Haridas Thakur was quite forgiving and said, you know, you can't be upset at this foolish logician because by arguments you can't understand the glories of the holy name. And anyway, what happened is this, uh, this Gopal Chakravarti uh, three days later came down with leprosy and his beautiful uh, nose, of which he was quite proud, fell off, as well as his beautiful fingers and toes. And, and uh, of which made 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 quite uh, uh, <coughs> upset actually Haridas Thakur very much. But that was the that was the the curse came back on him uh, is what what happened. So everybody saw who was right about liberation in the holy name. So this is the meaning of of Nama Bas. It's very clear that it brings liberation. Uh, and the freedom from all sinful reactions. So, um, what this means is that this clearing stage will bring us to the Brahma Bhuta platform. That's the platform of liberation. Mamchayo Vyabhicharena Bhakti Yogena Sevate Sagunan Sanitichai Chan Brahma Bhujaya Kalpate. If one becomes uh, at least on this clearing platform, Sagunan Samiti It will do that. It will do that. And it will actually put us in a position, uh, even if we're just practicing uh, this, where we can properly understand scripture and follow correctly. Because understanding scripture, understanding Bhagavatam, as we discussed this morning, requires certain attributes on the part of the hearer. Uh, understanding is, can be distorted. And so this all comes about from this uh, uh, stage. I think I quoted in here 4.18.5, but Prabhupada, uh, I think, is referring to this. Um, he talks about um, being... Uh, uh, capable of giving spiritual guidance. Mm -hmm. It's on page 13. Uh, this is this is uh, earth uh, uh, earth giving instructions to Maharaj uh, Pritu. A foolish person who manufactures his own ways and means through mental speculation and does not recognize the authority of the sages who lay down unimpeachable. Uh, directions is simply unsuccessful, unsuccessful again and again in his attempts. Uh, 
So Prabhupada says that, well look at this is a nice purport, at the present moment it has become fashionable to disobey the unimpeachable directions, unimpeachable means they're faultless, faultless directions given by the acharyas and liberated souls of the past. Presently people are so fallen that they cannot distinguish between a liberated soul and a conditioned soul. So this is a lesson actually in distinguishing a liberated soul and a conditioned soul. A conditioned soul is hampered by four defects. He's sure to commit mistakes, sure to become illusion, has a tendency to cheat others, and his senses are imperfect. Consequently, we have to take direction from liberated persons. Now here comes this, this very interesting sentence. The Krishna consciousness movement directly, notice the word directly, receives instructions from the Supreme Personality of Godhead via persons. Via means through somebody. So he says directly, yet through. <laughs> via persons, and now your expectation is set up to hear via liberated persons. But instead you get the words, persons who are strictly following his, that is, Krishna's instructions. So this is a bit of surprise, and Prabhupada actually addresses our surprise. Although a follower may not be a liberated person, if he follows the supreme liberated personality of Godhead, his actions are naturally liberated from the contamination of material nature. Uh, so this is a kind of natural, his actions are liberated. I think that's what this means is a person, even on this stage, who's not at this a point where they may, uh, you know, are so elevated that they can never fall down again. Nevertheless, if they are strictly following and are therefore practicing good sadhana, they are for all practical purposes liberated. Their actions are naturally liberated. It means sometime they may deviate in the future somehow or other. That may be a possibility, but as long as they're strictly following, okay. Uh, he says, although a follower may not be a liberated person, if he follows the supreme liberated personality of Godhead, his actions are naturally liberated from the contamination of material nature. Lord Chaitanya therefore says, by my order stressing the following of the instructions, you may become a spiritual master. One can immediately become a spiritual master by having full faith in the transcendental word to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and by following his instructions. In other words, this is telling us how we can receive proper guidance and direction in our advancement in spiritual life for ourselves and give proper guidance and direction to other people by by uh, uh, following the process properly. Uh, uh, so this is all some of the advantages that uh, we can associate with this nam abasa or clearing stage of chanting. Now, one thing I think we should, uh, you, you, this makes us understand, I think, um, that as I said, there's different kinds of nama basa. And many devotees have remarked this uh, pattern that when they first came into contact with the, the Krishna consciousness movement, they felt a great inrush of, of spiritual enlightenment, enthusiasm, realizations, and they made a huge amount of spiritual advancement really fast. Then they uh, joined the movement, started practice, and it went away. And things became very, very difficult. I think uh, many people have had this experience. Uh, the way I've usually heard it uh, explained is that, well, in the beginning, just to kind of uh, induce you to come on, Krishna gives you a, a foretaste of what's to come and then uh, takes it away and you have to kind of earn it yourself. And I think most of you may, may have heard that. I think this is a wrong explanation. I think in the light of this analysis, I think that what happens is that in the very beginning you're doing namabas. Uh, you're, you're, you are 
uh, chanting on the clearing stage, just as Ajamil or uh, the, the Malecha can be on Namavas. So especially you come into contact with devotees, you hear the holy name, you begin to chant, it's Namavas. Uh, because you don't know enough to commit offenses. Uh, you think, for example, that all the devotees are great souls, that they're all pure, and you admire all of them. Then you get to know them. <laughs> and then, uh, all of a sudden, Vaishnava Aparad uh, makes its appearance. And if we're not very, very, then you have to become, before you didn't commit that offense because you were a fool. Now you get to know them, and I'm not saying that what you know about the devotees is false. It may be quite, quite real. Nevertheless, you have to avoid offenses. Now avoiding offenses requires some effort and difficulty to get yourself into that position where you're not a fool, you can see the shortcomings and difficulties of people, and at the same time not commit Vaishnava Parada. That's a trick, isn't it? That's, that's, uh, that's, that's much more difficult. In the beginning, uh, you didn't even know what a spiritual master was. How could you disobey his order? Uh, afterwards, you know what the order is, and then you disobey. Then it's Guru Avashna. So, when that, that, to me, this is what happens. What happens is, is, is people people uh, start off with Namabasa. Then, when they enter in the process, then you have to start to become careful. Uh, not to commit offenses and uh, and if you're not careful immediately you can get on the the offensive uh, platform because um, uh, because of that because now all of a sudden now you have to chant while trying to give up these offenses it has to be a deliberate conscientious day-to-day -day, uh, and sometimes very difficult effort and um, now the the so this is my analysis of what what happens, and, and I, I think it's it's actually the case. I mean, why should Krishna, you know, give you such a nice taste and then cruelly take it away for no good reason? No, I think I think we could. We, we, it's possible not to go through that uh, if people are uh, we are giving people better guidance and instructions from the beginning. Uh, it, it would be it would be possible to avoid uh, uh, at least some of that uh, extreme uh, roller coaster uh, uh, plunge uh, that that some of us have have gone through. Now, the interesting thing about understanding the clearing stage and the Nalaba stage is you you cannot come immediately. It would be very, very difficult to come immediately to the offenseless stage. But you can almost immediately or immediately come to the clearing stage. By an act, a mere act of will, you can't become offenseless, or it would be very unusual. But by an act of will, you can start clearing. And we can be ever so messed up. Uh, but if we just immediately have a proper determination to become free from offenses and we start trying, and even if our trying is initially not very effective, still, just because we're trying, we are now on the clearing stage. And, and what may have been for us very tedious repetition of letters of the alphabet uh, will ch will change. Uh, so you'll there's, there's so there's this obligation that one has to be there. Prabhupada talks about this. Um, uh, he says uh, there is no need, therefore, to understand the language of the mantra. This is talking about this sort of preliminary introduction. There is no need to understand the language of the mantra. There is no need for any mental speculation or intellectual adjustment. You don't have to have any philosophical understanding whatsoever. You can just chant. 
It is automatic from the spiritual platform. And as such, anyone can take part in this chanting without any previous qualification. So this is sort of depending upon this sort of natural nama-basa. Uh, in a more advanced stage, so now we have the more advanced stage, of course one is not expected to commit offenses on the grounds of spiritual understanding. Uh, so the more advanced stage is also a stage where one has to be uh, more, uh, more careful. Um, if uh, one has been for a long time, maybe not known it, uh, on the platform of Nam Aparat and comes to the clearing platform, uh, I think you'll see certain symptoms very quickly. Uh, there'll be a uh, renewal of progress, a return of hope, uh, because oftentimes when one is stuck on, on a Namaparad platform, you feel hopeless. You feel hopeless about your own life, you feel hopeless about your spiritual progress. I'm doing this day after day, why should I continue? Uh, there'll be a return of hope. ISKCON will look better. Um, <laughs> Uh, scripture becomes interesting. Uh, there's uh, some happiness comes, knowledge, realization, steadiness. All these things start to come from from just deciding to start to work uh, uh, toward clearing up of offenses. And of course, one can slip from this this namabas into namaparad. And uh, we should become expert at seeing the early signs of this slipping because these things disappear. Uh, uh, and uh, when I see these things disappear, when my enthusiasm begins to go, when I, progress stops and I begin to feel hopeless, uh, scripture becomes uninteresting, uh, then I know something's wrong. Because you can, it's, it's, it's a difference. You can open the same page of, 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 of Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, and find every word fascinating, and find, oh, I've read this stuff so many times. It's the same page. And it depends upon the, the, the consciousness, uh, what's there. So when this happens, I should understand. Uh, and then the result of, of long-term uh, of Namaparad is is uh, a kind of degeneration. I understand Bhaktivedaswami is talking about uh, the clinical um, symptoms of some of this, uh, and even the brain waves and things like that. Um, but uh, it is one one uh, degenerates in, in various ways, and um, and. Uh, people then in, in this condition then try to uh, fall, they fall into, we fall into certain unfortunate patterns uh, in, in which um, uh, we inside we understand that we, we, are, we, are, we are not making spiritual progress, we are failing as a devotee it means that, that somehow or other I'm compromised in my spiritual practice and I'm not doing anything about it Still, I want to somehow or other maintain my own self-respect or my respect in the eyes of other people as a devotee. And so I start uh, finding fault with other people. Um, uh, I, I, I start, uh, I, I start uh, uh, substituting uh, busy activities for, for actual Krishna consciousness. I uh, substitute minor for major virtues. Instead of becoming an expert in chanting the holy name, I become an expert in Sanskrit. This is not to say everybody who studies Sanskrit does this, but or some kind of rituals. I mean, there are various different maneuvers that we, we take as a result of long-term nam-aparad. Uh, uh, and various kinds of uh, more extreme degeneration in terms of mental health can take place. Because you don't lose your conscience, uh, devotees don't lose their conscience. We're very, very good at having 
Uh, our movement is very good at instilling this ideal in us of what we should be a pure devotee. And as the gap between what we are and what we think we ought to be increases, the way we deal with that is sometimes uh, quite unhealthy. Or we just go to some place where we try to kill our own conscience uh, and, you know, start to find fault with uh, Srila Prabhupada uh, and, and things like that. Um, and uh, socialize ourselves to less demanding groups, perhaps, uh, and so on. So this is uh, this is the uh, 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 the uh, clearing stage, the advantages of the clearing stage, and um, and uh, what we'll uh, discuss uh, next is some practical idea of how to actually carry out and execute the clearing of offenses. Uh, in a very practical uh, way, uh, but the first thing is just to, just to understand what these three these stages are, and what the manifestations of the holy name that is is there. So, any any questions about this? Yes. You were saying that I also heard Chief Ramo say the same thing. The what? I also heard Chief Ramo say. Yeah. Well, he should, huh? That uh, by um, That's right. Service, mm -hmm. and he wasn't eligible to see further, but that gave him a further incentive. Mm -hmm. That's true about Narada Muni. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, so sometimes the Buddhists use that and say that. I, I, th I it may be. I, I, I don't deny that it could happen that Krishna would do like that. But generally, this is what what it is. Uh, Narada Muni, uh, even though the Lord disappeared, he did not lose his enthusiasm for devotional service. Uh, and so he, he it was, it's, a, it's a slightly different, uh, slightly different case than the one we're considering here. But it can happen when the Lord has his own purpose that he does things like that. That's true. But in, in the general pattern, uh, this is, uh, this is, um, what takes place, I think. So, as Prabhupada said, it's a case of judging the thing by its result. Mm -hmm. If someone's enthusiasm mm -hmm. for Krishna consciousness is increasing, and then... Then they're, they're, yeah, they're fine. Right. But otherwise, they're still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you explain the contradiction in the quotation you gave us in Srimad Bhagavatam 485, what you will be right mm -hmm. And another platform I gave in Vindavan in 75, where Prabhupada says, uh, Sadvadashi, Sadva, this word is so important. Unless one is Sadvadashi, there is no need to take instruction from him. Useless waste of time. Mm -hmm. Right. So how do you explain? Uh, uh, one, one is a Tatvadarshi, and the other is one who is able to uh, strictly re 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 repeat and present what is Tatvadarshi has said. Uh, they've had that much realization. And so it's as good. That's why Prabhupada had, had people give Srimad Bhagavatam class very early because he thought that if we follow the process it would be beneficial for everybody. It is as good to be a Tadvadashi yes. and to just repeat what the Tadvadashi Prabhupada said. Prabhupada said in one morning walk, he says, I don't claim to be a pure devotee. He says, I don't claim to be, no, he said, I don't claim to be liberated. He says, I don't claim to be liberated. My only claim is that I strictly follow the orders of my liberated spiritual master. That's what he said. Now, of course, you know, but, but that's the principle. That's the principle. 
What's the correlation of this with this um, office with the process of transferring the um, this is, what is the, the uh, correspondence with this with, with Shraddha, uh, the, the, the sequence of Shraddha to Prema? Um, that uh, you go through that sequence nicely if, if you come as soon as possible to Namavasa and you execute it properly, then you go through here. Chudanam is Prema. And this Namabasa, uh, this is, m most of this is cleared up, uh, most of the, the, the offenses are cleared up in, in, in this Anatta-Nirvitti stage when it comes to the four. But then it also continues more so that one goes through Nishta, Ruchi, Asakti, Bhava, and then Prema. But this, this Shudanam is well, actually when the whole thing is there, that's, that's Krishna Prema. Can you go through the stage, uh, some, some of the early stages in, in, uh, in, with Namah Parad, like from Shraddha, Sadhisattva? Uh, yeah, um, if, if, if uh, there's Namah Parad very early in the beginning, uh, I think you probably won't get too much past uh, Sadhu Sangha. I mean, if, 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 if I know you see that happen. Uh, some somebody who may be very very, I've seen people come to the temple who are kind of initially sort of attracted, but they may be very proud or or something like that, and they um, uh, and then some some devotee quite innocently does something and they get immediately offended and they never come back again. You know, so they just don't go. Uh, so if the namaparad is is too much there you won't go through the, the early stages at all. Uh, it, does, it doesn't mean that in the beginning there's Namaparad and it switches. No, there, there should be some, there should be Namabasa from the very beginning, but as soon as Namaparad sets in as a, uh, as, a uh, as a chronic state, then wherever you are, your progress stops. Your spiritual progress will stop. And sometimes Prabhupada use words like immediately, and I'm wondering how long it takes. Uh -huh. <laughs> Does one have to do it for many years, or what that means? Uh, uh, yeah, at once. You never know if he. It, it, it's it's certainly capable of giving it at once. Uh, again, you know the the the, the nam namabasa uh, or the clearing can can be done with different degrees of diligence. I mean, somebody who is very dedicated and and uh, uh, determined in this matter, it, it could be very, very quickly. And somebody who's, I mean, I think probably most of us are, are we have our, our good weeks and our bad weeks, or our good years or our bad years, and so it takes, takes a little bit longer. And sometimes the word, sometimes Prabhupada says immediately, right away, at once, and then he sometimes says a gradual process, a slow process. Uh, uh, so generally, it, but that, that what seems to us is very slow in the context of uh, millions of lifetimes would, would actually be quite, uh, quite fast, blazingly fast compared to any uh, other uh, process of liberation, extreme, extremely fast. Uh, yeah. Could, uh, could silence be the fourth stage of um, chanting? Could what? Could silence be the fourth? Fourth stage of chanting? No. No. There is no fourth stage of chanting. The pure name is the supreme stage of chanting. Yeah. But uh, the Stargo was chanting in three ways. And all of that was silent chanting. That was going on in his head. He was chanting. Yeah. If you mean by silence, no sound at all. Now this is... Prabhupada said the chanting of Hare Krishna is silence because there's no material sound. So it's already the fourth stage. <laughs> so that's another form of sadhana is to chant mentally. What Prabhupada has recommended that we chant uh, in, in the way here. Other questions?
Yes? Is it that by Nama Atharada, once progress becomes recovered or completely lost? Once this progress which one makes by Nama Bhatta in the beginning maybe, then if one... Yeah, you, you can slip back. I mean, Nama Parada is not worthless, as we saw when Prabhupada talking. Well, it's better they do that than nothing. Because slowly something will happen. There's a little fire, and gradually the wood will dry out, and it'll ignite. But this is what Prabhupada meant by cooking with fire, following the process. Very quickly, he says. He uses that term, very quickly. Uh, and so, uh, uh, certainly, if one one goes on to the aparad stage, you you will you, you will slip back. Uh, yes. In your opinion, do you think that this kind is given enough stress to this chanting without offense? And if you think. I think, I think ISKCON could never give enough stress. <laughs> so whatever we've done in the past, we can do better. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so what, what, has been, what has been the obstacle for now? Um, I, 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 I think uh, the, the fact is that our movement was put together on an emergency basis by entirely unqualified people who had to take uh, leadership positions because there was nobody else left to do it and had very imperfectly mastered and understood uh, the process of Krishna consciousness. And so, um, uh, I mean, look, I, I joined a temple um, in uh, 1971, in January. I was initiated in July by Srila Prabhupada. And I think by September, October, I was the temple president. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. And suddenly I was in charge of all these people. Why was I the temple president? Well, because the, the previous temple president quit. I was the oldest person in the temple. I was 25. Um, <laughs> and I was one of the few people that had ever held down a job or anything in the material world. Uh, and, and I was willing to, to take on the responsibility. But I, I really had no idea what I was doing. But there was just no one else. You know, no one sent me to temple president school. No one even, I, there was no bhakti program as such. You know, the temple, well, yeah, it was a bhakti program. You know, that's what, that's what you got. And I, think, I think that was indicative of the way the, the movement was, was going. Uh, and... Uh, and I, I think uh, it was, at a certain point, Prabhupada got pretty upset uh, about the quality of things, and he, he announced that we should not try to open any new temple, but we should rather boil the milk, which is turn our attention to these kinds of things. And I think there was not much of a response. <laughs> it was easier to spread the Krishna consciousness movement than it was to actually practice Krishna consciousness. <laughs> So for a while that lasted. <laughs> so people have grown up, and uh, I, I, I'm not particularly cynical about what happened. I, I can understand these were the, the circumstances uh, of the early movement, and uh, and uh, now people are older and experienced and have suffered enough to have gained a little wisdom. Uh, so we, we can now put this into practice more and more and more. And I think the main thing is, as I said, if you make mistakes, that's, that's all right. But if you don't learn from them, then that, there's a real problem. So let's learn and, and, and go on and don't make the same. I'm sure there's brand new mistakes we can make, but <laughs> don't make the same old mistakes again and again. Anything else? Yeah? Sometimes Nama Parada, sometimes Nama Bhasa, I heard that even when one calls, for example, Nama doesn't know anything about philosophy, but just chants holy name in a kind of way, like, oh, he's Hare Krishna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be Nama Bhasa, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Nama Bhasa. There's a very detailed analysis. We'll talk tomorrow about some things from this book, Hare Nam Chintami, by Bhakti Vinod Thakur. But in the beginning, 
uh, early part, there's a very detailed analysis of all the different types and kinds of Namabasa, and it's, it's quite technical. And it's uh, you know there's there's this and this, and of this there's two of these kinds, and of this there's two more of those. It gets very elaborate, and, and we don't need to go into it here. But if you're interested in the topic of the different kinds of Namabasa and uh, the subtle differences between them, it's been it's been it's been covered by uh, by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. But that is Namabasa. But once we become devotees and committed to the process, that sort of Namabasa is no longer <laughs> available to us. Our Namabasa now has to be achieved by, by working to give up offenses against the holy name. Uh, that's what, that's what, uh, that's what, that's why we have to achieve it now. Uh, the others available to Malachas, Yavanas, and so on, but not us. Yeah. I was thinking uh, back to this question you were asking uh, how how it can be give immediate liberation from mm-hmm. the boss. What, what one way to understand it could it be? Because in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says those who have become you cannot surrender to Krishna unless you are free from karma, sinful reaction. Mm-hmm. So could that be a meaning that the, the chanting in our boss enables you actually to surround the Christian to serve, to get the sure. creation strengths and in this way you'll liberate it. And you, know, you notice also how Prabhupada talks about strictly following. Uh, if you strictly follow the, 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 the sadhana of Krishna consciousness, you are acting just like a liberated person. Where do the rules and regulations come from? Well, it seems to me that somebody finds some great Mahabhagavatas and follows them around and watches what they do and changes it into rules and says, now do this. <laughs> That's our practice. Uh, and, and if you do that, it won't be spontaneous. They do this out of the, out of the, you know, the uh, overflowing feelings of their hearts. They jump up in the morning and run off to see the deities because they can't wait. You know, we get up thinking, oh, oh no, it's so early. And, uh, but I'll do it anyway. But our behavior would be the same. The mentality may not be the same, but the behavior will be the same, and so, and so uh, uh, that way, it's you're acting just like a liberated person. If if uh, if the 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 non-Krishna conscious thoughts that come into my head never find expression out of my mouth, and in fact never entertained by me mentally, I just kick them out. I don't even spend time with them. Then I'm practically speaking on the liberated. The li- I assume the liberated platform would be those those things don't even come up. But if they do come up and immediately I, I kick them aside, then so for all practical purposes, it's liberated. That's my understanding. So in that way, actually, you can't immediately come to the liberated platform. Although there's a chance you can also trip up. Okay. Yes? I kind of a little fearful to bring this up in, in public, but um, it, it seems to me that if, as a society, as individuals, we were really serious about this, um, practicing our blessing, that maybe our whole lives and even our, the nature of our activities would change. Because I remember when I first joined, when we used to go out in Sagaton, we would have a really big meal first thing in the morning, then go out all day, like for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And we had to stay out for a certain time, even if we were past the point of time. And then we would eat again very late. And then the next morning, we'd, we would get up in the morning, but we'd be exhausted during Jaffa period. So mm-hmm. naturally, Jaffa would be attentive. Mm-hmm. Or another example of the same thing would be uh, festivals, even maybe even the Mayapur festival, even say Paris Rathi where you're going up first thing in the morning and coming back at midnight. Mm-hmm. What's your chapter going to be like the next thing? Unless you're actually a much more advanced body, it seems at least maybe as individuals, we might have to make an adjustment, maybe miss out on a few things or adjust the way we do things. Sure. Sure. I know one, at least on one occasion where, where someone explained to Prabhupada that devotees weren't doing their rounds because of some Ratiatra festival, and Prabhupada said, better not have it. I don't think he said that on every occasion, but I know at least on one occasion he said that. Better not have it. Uh, 
So uh, I, I've heard of an excuse about one spiritual master that fell down is that, that he sacrificed his spiritual life for the sake of the Hare Krishna movement. He was not called upon to do that at all. And uh, but that's the way people sometimes perceived it. That I'm so busy preaching Krishna consciousness, I don't have time to be Krishna conscious. What can you preach? You you have to. You, you, that's our, our real philosophy is you have to practice, and then your preaching will be effective. Otherwise, it's just uh, it's dumba yajna. It's a bluff. It's a sacrifice in name only. So, uh, by all means, I yeah, we should change if that's what we do. That's my opinion. Anything else? Okay, so now we'll find out tomorrow some some practical hints about how to get on the clearing platform, so we actually know how to do it effectively. Thanks a lot, Shri Prabhupada.